means what? It means happy. So look with me in the fifth chapter of Matthew. Fifth chapter of Matthew. And let's see what Jesus. Now this was a sermon on the mount. The Bible said Jesus is just back over here in chapter uh, uh, chapter 4. He uh, in 18. Jesus went walking by the sea. And we know all of that. And he called the disciples to come and follow him. Simon, Peter. One called Peter and Andrew. And then on down there he called James and John, the son of Zebedee's, and then the fame of Jesus spread in verse 23 there. It spread out, and we see where Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching in the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner, all kinds of sicknesses and all manner of diseases among the people. We read there in verse 24, His fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all the sick people that were taken with adverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed with the devils and those which were lunatic and those that had the palsy and he healed them. And there followed him great multitude of people from Galilee. And the Bible said him from the capital of San, from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan. And the Bible said, in chapter 5, that Jesus seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was said, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth, and he taught them, saying. You may be seated or whatever this morning. So we find that Jesus went up onto a mountain, and he sat down, and the Bible said he opened his mouth, and he taught them, saying. Now, I take Brother Lee this morning, and I give him a text for the message. Always got to give a text for the message. And I know that it may be up here, and, uh, well, it will be, a text that I was going to take. And the question is, over in, uh, over in chapter 13, when we get over there, but I want to get through these Beatitudes first before we get there. But the question is, who are you? Who are you? And I could ask Soto, I'd say, who are you? And he'd say, I'm Soto. But the question is, do we really, really know who we are? So we're going to find out. But Jesus, he opened his mouth and he began to teach in them and he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now when I read this, I studied this, this scripture here, these Beatitudes, they don't show how us to be saved, but they do describe the character of a Christian the way that they live. And you say, well, what do you mean? Well, give me a minute and I'll tell you. How many are blessed this morning? If we're blessed this morning, then why did we go around so often or see people going around so often with a long face? You know, I see less happy people out there in the world today than I've ever seen in my life. It is everywhere you go. I've told you before, I'm a people watcher and I do. 
And it just seems like you go to Walmart or go to some shopping center and people are wild. They're wild. They're just running to and fro, to and fro. You meet people on the road, or am I the only one who does this, and you've got to watch the one you're meeting. If you don't, they'll run over you. So people's minds is somewhere else besides where they're at. Their minds are somewhere else doing something instead of what they're doing at that time. But people are just not as happy in this day that we live in as they used to be. Looks like I'm going to have to use this. I thought Junior was going to take it the other night, but he wound up not having to because he's seen it in a loud crowd, Junior. But happy, happy also... The Bible says here, happy is opposite of proud. Happy is opposite of proud. And all who are blessed are happy when they humble themselves before God. How many believe that? God is not, God does not like a proud heart. Amen. I didn't say it. God said it. God said, I don't like a proud heart. He said, I like a humble heart. You don't see a lot of humble people anymore. Amen? Come on, church. Let's get with the rhythm here. I said, you don't see a lot of humble people anymore. Everybody is for everybody else, it seems like. Tony's talking this morning there. And everybody is our neighbor. But do you even know your neighbor this morning? Do you know who... I've got a bunch moved in up above me, and I have I couldn't mention one of them's name up there. Not mention one of them. You say, well, why don't you go up there and visit them? Because they've got two big dogs, look like bears, and I ain't about to go up there. <laughs> if they want to talk to me, they can come to my house. Right there with you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But you know, we as Christians today, if we stop and think about it, if you're a Christian today, you ought to be the happiest person in the world. Amen? Amen. The world out there, the lost, don't have no right to be happy because they ain't got nothing to be happy about. But it seems like sometimes the world is enjoying the world more than we are enjoying Jesus Christ this morning. And they never think about getting saved. They don't worry about it. They don't think nothing about it. All they're out for is just for that minute, that one pleasure, and then the next day they get up searching, the next day the same thing. You know the Bible teaches us, uh, the Bible tells us, Paul said, pray always. He said, for all things. Why? Because he said it's the will of God. And we're supposed to do the will of God. We need ever to see, we ought to make a decision, which we do all time. Now, come on, church. We do all time and we make decisions without asking God if it's a good decision or the right decision. Amen? Amen. We just don't ask God anything anymore 
unless we get into trouble, and boy, we get into trouble uh, because we didn't ask God for His decision on it, uh, and then we get into trouble, and we get down and out, and we don't know what to do with the mess we've made, and then we'll start calling upon God, uh, and calling upon the preacher, and calling upon the church, uh, saying, pray for me. We bring a lot of stuff on ourselves. Just, just like was talking this morning a Sunday school lesson. When was it Paul said, Who has persuaded you to go back under the law? Who has persuaded you? People today are more easily persuaded to go back than they are to go forward. Who are we this morning? We claim to be God's people, right? Well, what does God require of us? God requires of us to put Him first, Tracy. Is that what the Bible said? He said, seek ye first me in my kingdom. And He said, I'll add all these other things unto you. I've heard people this week say, man, I'm telling you what, we're going to starve to death. They're done proclaiming the... In, in August, uh, that there is going to be a great recession like it's never been before. Uh, I said, man, you better wake up. We're already in recession, uh, and the devil has got us to blind it. Uh, we just haven't seen the worst part of it yet, but we're going to see it, hey man. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, he's not going to survive it uh, without you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. So here he said, blessed. He told the disciples, he said, you're blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4, it said, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted for the lost. Amen. And the one is hurting. Uh, happy are they uh, that mourn, for they shall see what Jesus is saying here. Uh, he's saying you've got to humble yourself. You've got to seek me first. You've got to seek my way. You've got to seek my righteousness. And he said, I'll add everything. To you. I'll take care of you. Amen. We cut God too short, church. We cut him too short. Uh, too many people is putting their hope in the government today. Uh, they're putting their hope uh, in their job today. Uh, they're putting their hope uh, in a, some preacher today uh, that's filling their pockets. They're putting their hope uh, in their wealth today. They're putting their hope in, uh, in the material things uh, and killing themselves trying to get all these material things. Uh, the big houses, the big cars, and all of these. There's nothing wrong with them if you can afford them but my friend I'm going to tell you something I'm not going to put my hope in nothing today or nobody today except in Jesus Christ the world the president don't know the way the government don't know the way I'm not saying the Democrats or Republicans. I'm saying none of them knows the way uh, to eternal life. Amen. Except Jesus Christ. Uh, so if you're following them, uh, you're following the wrong way. Amen. People is quit putting their hope in the Lord. 
I hear them talking more about the way things is and how bad the things are in the world, and they are bad. Uh, but friend, the Bible says they're going to get worse and worse. Uh, what don't we understand about that? Uh, but Jesus said, uh, if you will follow me, uh, I'll take you through it. Uh, think about it. Uh, he took David through the lines then. Uh, or not David, but Daniel. Uh, he took the Hebrew children uh, uh, through the fiery furnace. Uh, and he'll take us through uh, anything that we're facing uh, if we're one of his children this morning. Somebody ought to say amen in here. There's more discussion in the churches anymore before church started about politics uh, than they are about Jesus Christ. There's more talk around dinner tables and in restaurants today about the government and how sorry they are and how bad they are than they are about Jesus Christ and His second coming. Who are we this morning? Who are we this morning? <laughs> Jesus said in verse 5, Blessed or happy are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Verse 6, Blessed are they, I like this one, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I'm going to let that sink in. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Y'all remember that verse. How many will remember that? You look at it and you read it every day. Who are you? Do you know what Jesus is saying here? Are you hungry this morning? Are you thirsty this morning? I'm not talking about a hunger for bread and water or food. I'm talking about a hunger for Jesus Christ. People have lost their hunger for the Lord. They know they have lost their hunger for the Lord. They know they've got out of the will of the Lord. But they're too stubborn to get back on their knees and humble themselves down and and get back to where they used to be, uh, where they had a hunger for God and where they had a thirst for God. What this is saying here, Jesus said, Blessed are they uh, which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Uh, Those that are hunger, those that are thirsty, uh, simply means those that have a deep desire uh, for God and to do God's will and to go God's way this morning. We've got to have a deep desire. If we're going to follow Jesus Christ today, uh, I'm going to tell you, He ain't looking for those little wimps to follow Him uh, because I'm going to tell you the way to that cross was rough then uh, and the way to that cross is still rough today uh, and the way to eternal life uh, is not going to be handed to you on a silver platter but not doing what God said to do. Amen. Amen. People say it. Ask people, well, are you saved? Well, I think I am. Well, I was saved 20 years ago. Well, I got saved 50 years ago at an old church one night. 
Well, God ain't worried about where you got saved 50 years ago or 10 years ago. God's not even concerned about if you got saved a year ago. God's concerned about where are you standing with Him today. A lot of people say they tell you that, yeah, they'll go to church maybe once every two or three months or something, or once every Easter, or once every Christmas, or once when they have a homecoming, if we spread a big dinner, they may come once or twice a year and still profess to live right before they at the rest of the year. Hey man, I'm going to tell you, no wonder that people think, well, I think I am If you're saved, you don't have to think about it. You know you're saved. It makes me sick sometimes to hear people say, well, I don't know who I am or not. Well, I I think I am. What are they to think about it? How hard is that to think about it? All you got to do is pick up the Word of God uh, and read it. And it said, put me first. Uh, in my writings, he said, I'll add all these other things unto you. Amen. I don't know what you got your trust in this morning, uh, but I'm going to throw this in free of charge this morning. Uh, my God told me uh, that he would feed me uh, in the time of famine. Amen. And he said, and he promised me if he can't take care of me in these troublesome times when things get so rough uh, and the temptation gets so hard, and we had it in the book of James, if it doesn't, I brother. But we would go through us through our troubles, uh, but if it gets to the what, uh, to the point in life uh, where the temptations, uh, we can't overcome them ourselves, uh, Jesus said, I'll step in uh, and I will deliver you. He said in Psalms 50, you believe it was, uh, he said if you are in trouble, uh, if you're in trouble, uh, he said call upon the name of the Lord. Uh, and he said I will hear you. Uh, I will come down. Uh, I will help you get out of that trouble. Uh, and he said then uh, you need to give me praise for it. Uh, the world in the trouble today. Uh, the church is in the trouble today uh, because they've got their trust uh, and they've got their hope uh, in the wrong place today. Uh, church, we we need to get back uh, into church, amen. Uh, we need to get back, uh, as Jeremiah said, uh, we need to get back in the old past uh, and walk there in them. Amen. The old past is a straight path. Are you hungry or are you thirsty this morning? He said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. He said, they shall be filled. We like to use Christians as a title. It sounds good. It's easy to say whatever you want to say. But just because you say you're a preacher don't mean you're a preacher. Just because you're a teacher don't mean you're a teacher. And just because you say you're a Christian don't mean you're a Christian. And if you're a Christian, nobody ought to have to ask you if you're a Christian. Well, I didn't know that was going this way, but I'm loving it. (laughs) Amen, Brother Jerry. On the roll, buddy. I ain't going to quit now. 
I said, if you're a Christian, why won't you have to ask somebody if they're a Christian? If somebody's coming to this church here, our life is our witness for whether we're Christian or not. We can profess to do and be anything we want to do, uh, but if your life don't live up to it, Brother Danny, uh, then nobody don't have to ask you. They already know. Well, that didn't go off too well. I'll hit another note. <laughs> Verse 7 is that blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Amen. Blessed are the We know what merciful is, don't we? For they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure, or the saved in heart, for they shall see God. So there we knew there were happy are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Happy are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Happy are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 12, Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, All who live godliness... And Christ Jesus is going to suffer persecution. Think I want that to sink in just a minute. If you think you can become a Christian <laughs> and have a cotton walkway, an easy walkway, you're going to be badly disappointed. A Christian. He's going to have to fight harder to stay a Christian than a lost person is. Why? Because the devil has got the lost. And let me say this. You know Pharisees, Tony's talking this morning about doctrine and religion. The Pharisees had a religion. Oh, they were a religious bunch of people, the Pharisees was. But Jesus told us all, he said, they'll wash up the outside, but the inside are filthy as rags. He also told the disciples one day, talking about the religious people, the church people. And Jesus told the disciples one day when he seen the Pharisees down there standing on the corner making all kinds of faces, you know, like they were really, you know, uh, uh, interested in and all they wasn't interested in one thing and that was getting you money and Jesus looked at his disciples and he said you see them hypocrites you see them Pharisees down there he said they're hypocrites he said they'll clean up the outside but the inside is filthy he said now listen he said unless your righteousness your salvation is greater than what they have you won't enter into the kingdom of God. We can say anything we want to say and claim to be anything we want to be, uh, but if our lives don't show that it's because we ain't living the life that God has chosen for us to live, uh, and we are just like the hypocrites, we're just like the Pharisees, uh, if we think we can come to church on Sunday morning and shout hallelujah and get a good feeling out of it and sort of uh, straighten out our little uh, our little conscience of guilt a little bit uh, and then go out and live like the world and live in the world and do 
do as the world does uh, for through Monday through Saturday uh, or through till Sunday. Uh, and well, I'm going to tell you something, friend. Uh, you're not a happy camper, hey man, because if you profess to be a Christian uh, and you know you're professed to be a Christian and you know you've got sin in your life and you won't repent of that sin, uh, you're not going to be happy. You can't be happy because sin will separate you from God and and sin will separate you from the joy of knowing who Jesus Christ is. There's nothing wrong with repenting. We all got to repent. You say, preacher, you sound like you're perfect. No, I'm not perfect, but I'm serving the perfect one that's maturing me. And don't you think when I slip up and say something, do something, think something uh, that's not right of God, thank God that He give me the Holy Spirit, uh, amen, that convicts me of it, brother Lord. And I don't wait till I go to church. I don't wait to see a priest. I don't wait to see one of these preachers. Uh, I don't wait to see nobody uh, to say I've sinned. Pray for me and God forgive me. Uh, because, uh, uh, you know, uh, that is my... That is my responsibility. They may not know what I've done. They may not know what I've said. I may cover it up for them. And a lot of people, a lot of Christian people today is covering up their sins, uh, but they're miserable, hey man. They don't have any joy here in their life, hey man. And they're too stubborn and got too much pride uh, to get down on their knees somewhere and say, God, I have sinned. God already knows it. And say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. They come in and clean me up, wash me and cleanse me. And if you don't get rid of it, you'll lose your salvation. For the Bible says no sin is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Let me get on here about that. Did I hear a amen there? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called at you. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You think about what they've done to Jesus Christ. Did they persecute him? What did they do laugh at him? Blessed are you when men shall revile you, persecute and you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. What did they do to Jesus Christ? They pulled a beard from his face. Hey, man. They hit him over the head with a reed. They walked up and they hauled off and slapped him. They spit on him. Spit on your Jesus and my Jesus. And then they took him out in the outer court and he hitched him to a hitching pole out there. And they took a whip of nine tails, he said, with glass and bone. And they backed up and they gave him a whipping. Like nobody had ever tucked, nobody would have, anybody else would have died through it. And every time with them hooks that they hit him and they jerked it, the Bible says they pulled the flesh and blood came out of his side. And then we hear somebody say something about us and they get mad and run off and talk about you like a dog. Go through it and listen to what he said in verse 12. He said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad when they do all of these things to you. For great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And now I'm going to finish up here with a text. It said, Jesus said, 
After the Beatitudes in verse 13, Jesus said, looked at him and said, Ye are. Ye are. He said, Ye are the salt of the earth. But listen, if the salt, you're good. You're good for the earth. Remember that. That's what you are. You're salt of the earth. You preserve people. You, you, you serve a lot. You do a lot of good. But listen here, he said, but if the soul have lost its savor, if it has lost its strength, wherewith shall it be solid? He said, it is good for nothing. Good for nothing to be thrown out. Good for nothing. What he was saying to them, when you lose your salvation, you're no good to me. That's what he's saying to the churches today. When you lose your will and your desire, to serve me and your will and desire to come to my house and worship me. He said, then he said, you're no good for me and you're no good for nobody else. Let's think about this message today. Who are you? Maybe I should say, who are we? Who are we? If you're going to be a born-again Christian, you're going to have to give up some things. But I'm going to tell you something. Whatever you have to give up, God will replace it with something a whole lot better. There's nothing like an old-time Christian. Amen? And there's nothing like being a hypocrite either. A hypocrite is a pretend. That's what they are, the pretender. They are miserable all the time because they know they've got sin in their life. And they're just too stubborn to get it out. I'd rather be an old-time Christian. I'd rather get on my knees if I have to live on my knees. If I have to pray my way through the gates of heaven, I'll pray my way through the gates of heaven. People can laugh. People can talk. People can do anything they want to do. But if you're smart, you will do as I'm going to do. I'm going to pray and keep sin out of my life. Paul said, I die daily. You and I die daily. What about it this morning? Did you stand with me this morning? These altars is open.